Yo, what's up, everybody? On this episode of the Bullpen Podcast, listen to me and Tyler Sanford talk about how he chooses ICOs to work with, the three most important focuses projects should have, and the best sources to finding investors for ICOs. Let's do it. All right. One more thing before we get to the podcast. In this podcast, The Crypto Bunny, any co-host and his guests do not give financial or investment advice and encourage you to do your own research on all topics mentioned. Do not invest into this market what you can't afford to lose. I bet I know what you're thinking. Is this really Morgan Freeman? Well, unfortunately not. But Lyndon thought it would be a good idea to use such a soothing voice for the legal mumbo-jumbo to smooth things over. Now, let's do it. Now entering the Bitcoin Podcast Network. Play ball! the bullpen podcast number nine the crypto bully wow <laughs> he makes it look so easy and that ball has left the stadium hey what's up everybody i want to welcome everyone to episode eight of the bullpen podcast powered by ecc I'm your host, The Crypto Bully, also known as Mr. Crypto Carlton, and here on this podcast, I like to get into the bullpen with some of the most interesting and influential individuals in the blockchain and cryptocurrency space to pick their brains about their opinions and see what they have going on. So today, I'm excited to be interviewing the guy we have here. Um, I, you know, I've done my research on him. I've heard a lot of good things about him. This guy, you know, he's a blockchain and marketing uh, consultant. Um, he deals with ICOs, community management. He was actually labeled one of the top 20 people of blockchain uh, via ICO bench and also the founder of the crypto money team. So happy to happy to be here today, ready for this conversation. Without further ado. I'll go ahead and introduce our guest for today, Mr. Tyler Sanford. How are you doing today, man? Good, man. Yourself? Appreciate good. it. Good, good, man. I, I'm, I'm doing good. Happy to be, you know, sitting here having a conversation with you, man. Appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule, man, just to come through and talk. And, uh, man, I have a, I have a lot of a lot of questions for you. <laughs> I'm excited, man. You guys are doing a killer job. I'm excited to be on the podcast. I, I, this is my first one, so... Nice. Um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. Uh, I've been looking forward to it and, um, you know, definitely, you know, a lot of exciting things going on in the space for us to talk about. And, yeah. Um, yeah, dude, this is, this is going to be fun. I'm excited. No joke, man. No, no joke. Yeah. Thanks again for that, man. You know, and then, you know, like I said, I've, I've done my research on you, man, but, um, just for all of the listeners, everybody that's listening, would you mind giving them a little bit about your background and just how you got into the blockchain and cryptocurrency space? Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of have a crazy background. So um, I've always been interested in tech. I mean, I just something that I've always took my computer everywhere, mm -hmm. uh, but I didn't initially start there. Um, I actually, all, all through college, I played baseball. So um, after that, I actually played four years for the uh, Angels organization. 
So I played professional baseball for a little bit. Um, through that time, I mean, I knew it wasn't going to last forever, right? Right, <laughs> right, yeah. You know, it's fun while it lasts, but, um, you know, I knew I wanted to take my degree and do something bigger. So um, mm -hmm. I'd always been interested. It's kind of where I found out about um, about Bitcoin. It was just like reading up about it, kind of like, what is this thing? Um, I didn't really think too much about it until like two years ago. Um, you know, between those those times I actually worked for Yelp.com um, mm -hmm. so I worked for Yelp.com for about four years I was really early on um, one of the first like 50 employees in the Phoenix office here Wow! Um, after that switched over to another tech company called Zenefits um, Zenefits was a rapidly growing um, SaaS company um, what were they I think they man they were up there with one of the fastest growing startups ever um, but again, was one of the first, I think 75, 50, 75 employees here in Phoenix. So I've been really early on with tech companies. Um, and then about two and a half years ago, mm -hmm. kind of branched off and started working for myself. Um, that's where I got into blockchain and, you know, these, these ICOs, these TGs, you know, everybody's calling different acronyms today, but you know, at the end of the day, um, it's been exciting, man. I mean, the last two years have flown by. Right. Um, been an absolutely incredible ride. It's been, you know, obviously your highs, your lows, you know, not only with the market, but, you know, we've seen a different transition of projects. Um, but that's really what I've been focused on, man, is, you know, I, I think, you know, there's a lot of people out there right now um, right. that offer services and, and say they're experts. I mean, I don't think you know, there's anybody that's an absolute expert. The space just moves too quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I, that's really where I've seen an opportunity to, you know, step in, um, you know, have somebody that can be not only honest with you, um, but actually take a solid look at your project. You know, there's also a lot of people out there that, you know, will take any project, right? Just yeah. kind of as many as possible. For, yep. for me and, and my team, and I'll talk a little bit more about what we've been doing is um, we've been focused on quality projects more so than the quantity of them, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, just putting our head down and working really hard to find, you know, different, different ways of doing things, you know, you know, staying in the forefront, right. um, you know, there's not falling in line with everybody else. How do we make sure a project stands out? Right. How do we make sure that, you know, we help them overcome obstacles right. um, that we've noticed every other project has faced. Um, so that's really been, you know, what we've been focused on. So, you know, that's I think you probably saw it is I did have the crypto money team. I still have it. That's just kind of like I put it together just to, for like minded individuals. I haven't really done too much with it um, gotcha. about probably about a month ago. Um, I created with me and my partner, uh, blockchain, um, oh, sorry. So the, uh, blockchain management group. So I'm okay. actually on the website right now. Um, it'll be blockchainmanagementgroup.com. Um, but really, man, we're just focused on, you know, helping people deliver successful results, right? Like yeah. we noticed that the industry was lacking credible, reliable experience campaign management. Um, so we really like took our connections that we had built over the last two years um, and assembled a really specialized team that can deliver on all different aspects. Nice. So it, that that's really what my focus is right now. Um, between like me and my partner, I think we've raised and you know I think we've had over 35, 40 projects that we've worked with uh -huh. um, and raised about almost 500 million so far. 
Wow. Um, so there's, <laughs> but like, that's really like from a consulting side, but really now what we want to do is like get in early, you know, be a little bit more hands-on, help these projects shape from the very beginning. Because right. in the past, we stepped in when things have already been established, right? right. Things yeah. have already been laid out, the white paper's been done. Right. And we're also seeing if where, you know, I'm sure everybody remembers like a year ago, a, a project could come out and raise 50 million, you know, just a white paper. Right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no joke. <laughs> what we really want to see is like, a project that has has some meat and potatoes there, right? Something that's actually working. Something right. that you know is actually we see being able to help the the community and, and like the blockchain community as a whole, right? right. Like you'll see a hundred different gambling projects out there. You know, I've been on a couple, um, but it's really finding the ones that are going to 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 be there at the end right because we're already seeing it we're seeing a lot of these projects kind of fade out not go anywhere um so it's really finding the ones and, and helping them you know get through the different challenges the different obstacles you know if you had never done a project before or done an ico raise right. um there's a lot of things that go into it that sometimes you don't think about and then there's also a lot of people out there unfortunately that that want to take advantage of yep yeah, right? definitely. Like, yeah. If you don't know what you're doing and you've never done this before, well, great. I'm going to tell you, you know, it's a this this price and all these things we can do, but half of them ever deliver, right? Yeah, so yep. I think that's really what our focus is right now, man. Is you know delivering successful results, but being straightforward, being honest, getting up front, you know, getting these projects up front and making sure that we're a good fit for them. Right. right. Like yeah. I, I want to be a part of a team. Like from my sports background, I know it takes something, you know, it takes a team to create something bigger than ourselves. Yeah. You know, that's just, that, that is, you know, it takes a team. So we want to be a part of their team, not just somebody that is another consultant or somebody that's putting in their two cents here and there. Right. You know, we really want to get, get in, get dirty. Like I love getting my hands dirty, like actually doing things that, are going to, you know, have the project be able to see that, you know, it delivered results. Right. And, you know, that's, that's really what our focus has been. So, you know, it's kind of been a combination, you know, of just seeing how things have gone, gone over the last two years. Like it's been a learning experience, right? Yeah. Like that's what gets me so excited is there's so much to learn, right? Like every project I'm on, I yep. learned something different. Yeah. You know, and I take that and I can apply it to the next project. Um, you know, it, it, I think that's like finding different ways to overcome challenges and obstacles in a space is what gets me out of bed every morning, right? Nice. Like, like finding a new, like way to do things or, you know, something that is going to attract people to it because, you know, we all see the different banner ads and, you know, all these different things that, you know, are very the same, the same, right? Yeah, like yeah. we want to make sure probably in doubt, right? We want to make sure that they're individuals and also that we're thinking about what happens after the raise, right. right? Like I think a lot of projects just think of, okay, we, you know, we got to raise this money, but really the, the business starts after you raise that money and putting that money into action to deliver successful results and a successful project that's going to last long-term. Right. Yep. Very, very true, man. And, and it's, mm -hmm. 
I was gonna say, yeah, and it's it's really refreshing to hear the fact too that you you guys take the time out and you really try to find those quality projects because I think that's a really big thing. Um, I don't think I, you you see a lot of people or a lot of companies to where they just take on it seems like as much as they humanly can, trying to make as much money as they can, and trying to do you know just raise as much money as they can. And and I like the fact that you guys really kind of take the time to research find projects that you really, really feel like having, like you said, meat and potatoes and then have really good, you know, whether it be use cases or, uh, or, you know, a future use in general or, or something that could really contribute to the blockchain and cryptocurrency space. And I think that that's key. Technology, right. Like this, this is the time, like we're going to look back and like, I think we'll say like, that was, you know, hopefully the Amazon of the crypto space, you know, there's so much opportunity. I mean, if you look at like the internet era and what happened in the trans position i think we're going to kind of see that same phases you know right. that we saw with the internet and how, how these different businesses you know grew like you know we don't see too much of aol anymore right, right? Like, yep. true we yeah see, we so i think you know there's a lot of different projects right now that are trying to get out there we're going to see the clear-cut winners yeah right? we're there, there can't be a hundred different you know, gambling sites or, or, you know, data management sites, you know, there's going to be one or two or three, you know, clear cut winners that do it better than anybody else. Yep. You know, and what we want to do is make sure that we recognize um, those businesses and somehow get involved and help them, you know, reach those goals and be that clear cut winner. Because right. this is, I mean, this is so exciting, you know? Like, yeah, and I true. think like, like, there's a lot of people out there that I don't, I just don't understand how you can manage 20 different projects at a time, right? Yeah. Like, and actually add value. I think that that's the biggest thing, like talking with my partners and the different people that I'm involved with, like we want to walk away feeling good about what we put into the project and know that we've actually worked our butts off yeah. um, to, to help them succeed, to help them get results, not just like getting a paycheck for doing nothing. You know, yeah. like yeah, I'm not saying, much. That there's a lot of people out there that do that, but you know, there, you can only do so much in a day and to add value to projects is really what we want to focus on and, yeah. and making sure that we're helping them hands on, you know, and deliver results. Yep. Yep. I agree a hundred percent. See, and that's what I'm saying. Like he just hearing that is so refreshing because you see so much of the opposite of that in this space. It's nice to know that there are people out there and companies out there that understand that and that yeah. are making that an object objective in the reason why they're doing what they're doing, you know? And, yeah, and, and sometimes it can almost, I wouldn't say hinder us, but like, you know, I, I think right now we're seeing, you know, a lot of the people that are out there and doing so many projects, they get a lot of like recognition, right? They get right. a lot of credibility. You know, for us, like, I, I don't measure how successful my day was by how active I was on Telegram, right? Like, yeah. you know, that's something that, People that are super active on Telegram and like communicating there. Right. I measure the results of my day of what did I actually get done that's going to help this project progress. Right. Right. Like I, you know, if I sit on Telegram all day, which you know you can definitely get sucked into and definitely do, and some of that is really good, like you know, developing connections or you know, help or talking with the projects on like what our next steps are and things like that. Right. But you know, what really helps me like walk away at the end of the day is like what did I do today that is going to help this project get to the next step, right. help them, you know, 
next phase. Yep, that, and that makes sense. And I, so that makes me wonder. So when you think about this, right, you think about all of the different projects you guys have worked with, right? What do you think? Yeah. I mean, obviously, you guys have done some amazing things. Like you said, over $500 million raised for all of these different projects. What do you think has mainly contributed to you and your team having that type of success? Like, what do you feel like is the differentiator for you guys? I think early on, I mean, to be honest with you, I think some of it was a little bit of luck, right? Like, mm -hmm. I got involved with the right people. Um, you know, I got involved with the right projects and, and had a little bit of luck there, you know, and, and like I said, I was, you know, coming into the space early, I didn't really, I didn't really know too much about ICOs or like, you know, these different projects and things like that. I mean, I knew about blockchain, right. I knew about marketing and I knew about tech from like my past experience with Yelp and other really, you know, good fundamental companies. Uh -huh. um, I think early on it was, it was a lot of learning, man. And like, you know, studying, like for me, I, I like running bounty campaigns. Um, it was like studying different things and like, hey, here's here's what they're doing. Here's what they're not doing. Here's what can be improved. Here's what needs to be worked on. And like just kind of being a sponge and absorbing everything. Right. Right. Now, I think that's put us in a better position to understand who's in the who's in a, a good position to have a successful project. Right. Like putting together a team of, you know, people on that project that are each going to have, you know, their own experiences, their own talents um, to be able to really deliver successful projects. So right. early on, I think, you know, I got a little bit lucky. I met the right people. I had the right people believe in me. Um, so that, that was fantastic. And then, you know, recognizing and just trying to learn as much as I can, like never being satisfied. Right. Like, yeah. I could do this. I want to do this the next 10 years of my life. Yeah. I mean, like for real, like this, it's just so much fun to me. And it, and you know, your parents talk about like, when you find something that doesn't feel like work, like, you know, you're in the right place. Right. Well, that's, that's feel like, like, this is finally like after baseball, like that was my passion. That was my love. And then like, you know, working for somebody else, that was a great learning experience. But now, you know, it's that opportunity to create something and work with companies that are innovating and doing things and, and, you know, really, you know, helping this space progress. I think right. that's, you know, what's going to put us in the best position and focusing on, you know, helping our clients, helping our projects, right. you know, not just focusing about turning and burning. You know, I've worked with a lot of different marketing companies. I mean, there's so, I mean, everybody's seen it out there. You know, there's so many different companies that are popping up. You know, you don't know the next one from that people, you know, right. it's really just make sure that we're adding value and we're coming in and actually becoming a part of the team and, and, and helping them, you know, kind of look at the big picture um, and take things in the right direction. Right. Uh, that makes sense. So when, when you talk about these projects, right, obviously you have, I'm sure, right, when dealing with these ICOs and these companies, blockchain companies, yeah. right, there's, like you said, you've been collecting all of this data, doing all of this research, being a sponge for all of this. So I'm, I'm pretty sure you've noticed probably a lot of patterns of things that are really important when it comes to any project in general. My yeah. question to you is like, when you think about that, when you think about all of the stuff you soaked in with all of the success you've had so far, what do you think would be like the three most important things that a particular blockchain uh, project or, or a company should be focused on when thinking about that stuff? That's a great question. I think it's, you know, first and foremost, like making sure that your product and your business actually has a use case in blockchain, yeah. right? Like not just doing it just for, you know, shits and giggles, like doing it because there's an actual, like 
there's a need. There's a there's a reason why this company should be formed and blockchain should be used. I right. think the other thing is the team, right? Like it's again, like I said, man, if you want to create something bigger than yourself, you gotta have a strong team. You gotta have everybody working to one objective and one goal. Right. Um, and the other thing is making yourself different, right? <laughs> like standing out, you know, like how does somebody going to recognize you from the other 25 different projects and say you are the best one, right? right. Like really making sure that you stand out, that you're getting in front of eyeballs um, and, and letting people know this is what makes us different so that not only do they, you know, participate in your, in your fundraise, but that they remember you afterwards and actually want to use your product. So I right. think, you know, first and foremost, it's really important to have, you know, either a, a working product or something that's really close to that, you know, right. you just need a little bit more money to get all the way there. Right. Um, you know, I think we're going to see less and less of people like putting out these white papers with all these promises, yeah. uh, nothing being built. Um, you know, I, I think we're going to see bigger players step into the space that have the money that have the working product that have the blockchain use case um, and be able to really set themselves apart. But I would say, you know, those are probably the three biggest things I've seen of what makes an ICO or a TG or any of these projects successful. Gotcha. And that makes sense. And like, we, we, all right, so taking those things into account, thinking about that, like, obviously there could be things that can be unforeseen that may come in and end up being a monkey wrench or cause some issues and stuff like Absolutely. that. So when you think about like, for example, with you working with these projects, have you seen like the whole, whether a particular project or ICO, if they're doing an ICO is considered a security or not? Have you seen that as being like this huge hurdle to get over? Or do you feel like it's something that's kind of seeming to smooth out a little bit right now? I feel like... You know, it's hard to say, like, I, I haven't, because I'm not a legal expert by any means, right? So, yeah. like, you kind of leave that up to the, the our legal team. Right. Uh, but I would say, you know, it hasn't really been a big hurdle, right? Like, there's different ways to go about it. I think as long as you're doing things the right way, right. Um, you know, there's really no clear-cut rules put in place yet, right? And until yeah. that happens, as long as you're, you know, staying on track, you're being honest, you're doing things the right way, you know, you're taking all the right steps to file the right paperwork to, you know, get incorporated in the right places to, you know, in the U.S. only taking you accredited investors. You know, right. there's a lot of things that is, if you take those steps and you're doing things the right way, um, you're going to be okay. I think, you know, what we're going to see is the clear cut frauds, um, you know, the easy wins for the SEC. Those will be the first people that they go after. Of course, right? yeah. <laughs> you know, like, as long as you're doing things the right way, I, I think you're going to be completely Right. Yep. And that, may, and that makes sense. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people write articles and talk about the fact that it's like, man, how can these ICOs be raising this much money and they don't even have a working product? Like what? That's insane. Like what are they, what are they doing with the money? You know, is it really going towards uh, uh development? You know, like what's happening? You know, do you have a marketing plan in place? Like what's really happening with these funds? So it's like, when I, when I think about that and I think about the securities and you, like you said, you have, I mean, there's just certain projects that you just look at and you're just like, what is this? Why is this? Oh, yeah. Why? Like, <laughs> this is definitely, I'm about 95% sure that this is a scam. Like, why is this yeah. even here? So, like, like I said, as long as you're doing the right things, man, I think it's those people that, like, after, like, it's great. Like, you have this great plan and this great project and this great platform, or whatever you want to build. As long as you execute on that and stay on your timeline, obviously things come up, right? Yeah, like, of course. Yeah. You can't always prepare for the future. You know, but what you can do is make adjustments and make sure that you're doing everything to, to 
be honest to the people that believed in you and participated in your project. You know, right. I think as long as you're doing that, you're being, you know, forward, um, you know, and letting them know what's going on. Because I mean, honestly, man, the community is such the, I would say like the heartbeat of every project, right? Like right. if you don't let people know what's going on, that's where they start to like spin out of control. And you hear these like rumors of scams and things like that. But if you stay in front of it, you know, and you're doing things the right way, I think you're going to be completely okay. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it comes back to, you know, we're going to see more projects that need to have a working product that need to have, you know, you're, you're close to a working product. Um, and we're not going to see as many people investing in the same 10 different types of projects. Yeah. Right? They're going to find the best and they're going to, they're going to get involved with that. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Because there are, I mean, obviously with there being what more than 2,600 different currencies, obviously you have a lot of people doing different versions of the same thing. So it's like, yeah, it's like, and when I think about stuff like that, like, I mean, I, I that's just how I am naturally as an investor. When I think about things I want to invest in, so I was like, okay, I may have a personal interest in, right? Maybe within blockchain, file storage is my thing. So I'm like, okay. I know there's file storage and I'm sure there's a plethora of, you know, cryptocurrencies that are working on file storage. See a coin being one of them, ECC, but another one, you know, there's a bunch of different ones. So my thing is like, okay, I want to comb through all of these and see like, okay, which one is the one that I feel like has the most progress, has the most potential, you know, which one has uh current development that's happening, you know, that has good UI and UX, just a kind of, like, like I said, a plethora of all of that stuff that's deemed important and then try to find what's going on. And, and um, it's mm-hmm. important for the investor themselves or the person doing that to do their homework, right? Yes. Like, yep. don't just throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, do your research <laughs> because you can tell, like if you read through white papers, if you, you know, if you do your homework and, and you know, you don't leave any stones unturned or, you know, like you're going to be okay. Like just yeah. do your research. You can tell, like you can tell the projects, you can tell from the team. You can tell from like you know, how they communicate in their communities. You know, yeah. there's so oh, much yeah. that you can tell as long as you just are looking deep enough. If you just kind of breeze over, um, you know, and say, oh, this looks good. Or like, I have an interest. Well, that's great. There's 20 other projects that you could have an interest in. Exactly. Look at all of them, compare them, you know, and find maybe the one or two that you believe are going to be the, the, the top dogs, right? Yeah. Like yep. the ones that are going to weather the storm, no matter what, that have smart people involved that are going to be able to navigate the waters and, and ultimately come out on top. Yep. I agree. That's why I said to, to tell people that one of the first things I made a point to teach myself when I got into crypto was one, how to point out great projects and two, how to point out shitty ones. I'm like, yeah. that alone has helped me so much in yeah. being able to avoid stuff. Cause I've had, you know, plenty of people be like, Hey, you know, um, I, it seems like, you know, a lot about crypto and blockchain, go ahead and take a look at this and tell me if it's good. And man, I have seen people bring me some projects. So I'm just like, well, like, I'm, it scares me that you're even telling me to look at this. Like, what? Like, what is this? Like, I have no idea. Like, the links on the website don't work. Every, I mean, all photos are like stock photos. There's no real information. The white paper literally looks like a, a 10-year-old made a PowerPoint presentation. I'm like, yo, like, don't, don't, don't touch money. Don't touch crypto as far as trading. Learn. Just educate yourself, please. <laughs> I mean, that's literally like, I kind of fell into this space because like, I remember I left my job, like just on a 
him. I was like, I'm going to go after this. And the first six months before I got involved with any project, yeah. I literally locked myself in my room yes, and taught myself as much as I could so that at least I understood, right? Like exactly. everything down to trading. Like yeah. I was interested in trading. Like I wanted to be able to recognize patterns, recognize, you know, when it was oversold, overbought, like all these different things that are just little indicators that you can kind of see where things are headed, yes. right? But also blockchain technology right like what is it how like how does it work how how is it going to progress things yeah um and then i kind of just like started branching out and like meeting people and like i said i, I think i got a little bit lucky man i read i met the right people that believed in me i worked my butt off to make sure that you know i was actually contributing and, and you know doing something to add to their success yeah um and, and it's just kind of us from there and like i said it's been a crazy ride man it's been i mean i wouldn't change it for the world and i think you know there's so much more for us to learn there's so much more that's going to come out it's just a really exciting time um you know, you know I, I try to stay you know away from looking at the market because right. that can definitely bring you down be like yeah we lost 70 percent of our, our market value or whatever the case is but really if we take a step back and look at the big picture you know from where we were a year or two years ago right. we're 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 headed in the right direction. We're growing at a very rapid rate. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think we're definitely moving. Uh, we're moving far, man. You I mean, obviously, we hear conversations on price all the time when it comes to cryptocurrency. So just seeing, you know, like you said, compressing last last year to now. Um, that's why I said I got man. When we went into this bear market, I was happy. I was so happy. I was like, oh my. I was like, thank God. This market is pulling back and taking a breather because uh, this this continuation of this uptrend, regardless, everybody wants to see their their cryptocurrency wallet exponentially increase in USD or fiat value or whatever. Like, yo, this needs to breathe. Like, seriously. Yeah, it was <laughs> like, always good to like look into your like wallet and see like, oh man, I got a couple of Bitcoin. Like, damn. yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot of money, but I think you know if you take a step back and you don't get that tunnel vision yeah we're still headed in the right i mean we're still up incredibly like the amount that we're up is so significant you would never see these types of gains in traditional markets yep. right? like it's it's such an exciting time but i think you're right man like we needed this reset it, it was a reset button you know i yeah. think we're seeing a little bit of market manipulation and things like that right oh, now yeah, um but it's 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 to go up it, yep. it, 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 it it's going to go up it's just when yeah. right and i think a lot of people expect september you know around this time i you know i know there was a lot of bold predictions on what bitcoin would be at by the end right. of 2018 yeah so we don't hit those doesn't mean that we're not headed in the right direction exactly right? Yeah. <laughs> like, just because we don't hit these like lofty lofty like price predictions doesn't really mean anything you yeah. know it, it it just means you know, that's what the price is. That's what people are willing to pay for it right now. And, you know, it's, it's the, the, really the innovation, the technology is continuing to progress. We're seeing more coming. You watch TV today, you'll see IBM's running blockchain commercials left and right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it, it, that tells you something, right? Yeah, These exactly. big companies, you know, the innovators in technology and have done things things in the past and they're starting to believe in this and they're starting to get behind it right that should tell you something uh yeah without a doubt that's what i'm saying i'm like you're, you're seeing you're seeing the way like coinbase is gearing up you're hearing about goldman Sachs, jp morgan chase i mean you see all of these these entities 
taking yep. these quote unquote precautions that seem to be focused around like, okay, we want to prepare for this industry getting very large at a very rapid rate. And it's just like, what are you going to ignore that? Cause it's like, you, you still see people that are just like, ah, crypto's dead. Bitcoin's <laughs> about to tank to zero. This is never going to do anything. And I'm just like, so you're telling me all of these other companies over here with all of these millions and billions of dollars are doing this for fun? Yeah. Probably not. No. Yeah. It's smart money makes money, man. Exactly. No like, joke. <laughs> it, 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 they know, look, they know how to make money. You yep. know, they've done it. They're, they're worth millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. They know how to make money. They know how to get in front and, and they're going to do it. Yeah. You know? And I still think, you know, blockchain is such a, a cool space because there's still a lot of room for the little guy. You yeah. Know, the people that, you know, are just building their project just because these big companies are stepping in doesn't mean that there's not space for people, um, you know, to come in and still have successful projects, you know, and kind of be innovators. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Yeah, I definitely agree. And that's the thing. And, that, and, and I'm, not, I'm not even going to lie. When I first got in, I was really like, ah, fuck regulation. I hate it. It sucks. Yeah. We don't need it. And then it's like, you really start to think and, and, and learn and get more into the space. And you're like, you know, there really is room for everybody in this shit. Like there's not, it doesn't have to be like, oh, this is the only way to do it. And this is it. Like it really does. Like black, that's what I love about blockchain and cryptocurrency. Cause I feel like it really does give the room for like infinite options. You can yep. fucking develop and do whatever you want to do and create yep. something almost what seems like out of thin air. And I think yep. that's, that's the opportunity that this creates for the world um, that wasn't really there before on a financial and a technological level. So it's like in two of the biggest industries in the world, you have now what seems to be like this, this, what seems to be this infinite, um, infinite space of possible opportunity. And I'm like, if that doesn't excite people, I don't know what does. Like, that's what I love about it. So I mean, in the past, I mean, you know, if you're going into a space that, you know, there's some big people in it, it's going to be hard to compete right yeah. now. Oh yeah. You know, you can compete. I yes. mean, kind of on that same level playing field yep. and it's who does things the right way. Exactly. Who's going to come out on top. And it's creating a brand around yourself, yep. right? Making sure that people, when they see your logo, when they see your name, that they know exactly who you are and what yep. you do and that you have a clear cut mission and goal. Yep. Yep. And what you're saying right there is literally exactly what I thought when I was creating this podcast. Like you said, when you think about things that are happening in the space right now and it happened in the past, that to me is probably one of the most important things. You know, how you represent yourself as an individual and as a brand, if you're a company within the space is a hundred percent important. Like there's no, you know, there's really no way around it. So it's like, you know, that, you know, you, are you going to work with a company called Mount Gox? Probably not. <laughs> Uh, you're probably going to be a little bit leery of that. So it's like, yeah, that, you know, that, that brand, brand awareness, that, that is super important. And it is, it, it really should. It is a representation of how you carry yourself. Yep. And like, think about it, like, we're so virtual, right? Yeah. It, like me and you, like, we're not sitting side by side right now. Right. right? Like, and that's how I interact with most of my clients. Like yeah. most of my clients are on different time zones or, you know, most of it's all virtual. Yeah. So, you know, it, 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 it's just a crazy space. So, you know, yeah. like I said, man, it's, it's, you got to go off of your word and that's all you have in this yeah. space and your name. And it's really important to stick by what you say you can do. 
Um, it's really important to actually, you know, do what you say and deliver results, yep. you know, because it, it's easy to make promises and not fulfill them, you know, and I've seen that so many times with different companies where, you know, they can say they can do all these things or, you know, it, it, and then it's two, three weeks later yeah. and you're waiting, you know, yep. and I've seen it with projects that we've stepped in and helped and, you yeah. know, it can definitely hurt you. You can lose a lot of money. Um, you know, so it's really important to do your due diligence, especially for projects. Understand like it's, you, maybe you pay a little bit more, but you pay for what you get. Yeah, right? Like, no you know, yeah. if you're going to lose the cheapest person possible, you know, you're probably not always going to get the best results. Can they do stuff? Can they help you? Absolutely. Right. But you know, if you have people that are working and you have a team, like, I think that's the hardest thing for me in this space is like, you know, you st we still got to make a living, right? Yeah, like, yeah definitely. You, you know, yeah. people want to work on just tokens and things like that, which, you know, definitely, if you believe in the project, absolutely, you know, we definitely want tokens, right? right. But yep. at the end of the day, we still have to take care of our families. We still have to pay bills, right? Like, yeah. you know, you've got to find projects that are going to not only be honest with you, but that you can actually be honest with them. And, and, and you know, it makes for just a better partnership. It makes for better projects. Like I said, it all comes down to, you know, creating one team with one common goal in place. Right. Yep. I agree. hundred percent. Yeah. That's definitely important. Like I said, everybody has to eat. Everybody's still human, uh, at least for yeah. now at the end of the day. So yeah, you definitely yeah. got to eat. You got to sleep too, man. Like if you were to hire, if like, you know, if you're going to be a consultant, you're going to go work for somebody, yeah. you know, if you're in that traditional market, you know, those consultants, you know, they get paid in fiat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Thing about some of these projects there's tokens like no matter how great the project is one thing or like one bad decision um on a part of that team can can take token price to absolutely zero yep you know zero at the end of the project and you put in all your time and effort and you walk away after four or six months and you know you're not able to pay i mean that that can hurt somebody right? yeah like, a lot yeah you know super negative yeah. um just important it's like you know we all got to take care of each other right yep. like we got to make sure that we're being honest and helping projects projects got to make sure that they're being honest you know and helping advisors and everybody that does the right thing we're gonna be okay right yeah i have a question too so as an advisor right when you when thinking about these icos yeah. when like when you talk all right so when we talk about caps right I, obviously icos in the past have raised ridiculous amounts of money like right. crazy amounts. And, you know, everybody poses the question like, okay, well, is that how much money is really needed for an ICO? Is this much needed? Is that much needed? Like, how do you gauge that? Do you, do you suggest people to have like caps on, yeah. on how much they raise or? That's a great question, man. And I think, you know, the one thing like I've talked to projects about, I, you know, we have people that are really good with token uh, economics or right. tokenomics, uh, you know, that, that understand that, like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm good at what I'm good at. I right. kind of stay in my lane, right? I let the people handle what they're good at. Um, you know, that's just what makes us a good team. But I think, you know, with a lot of this money comes a lot of responsibility and you got to remember that, right? Yep. Like you're going to go out and raise 50 million, you know, you got to remember the responsibility that you have raising that money. No um, so I think it's important to, I think it also says a lot about the integrity of projects when, you understand what you need to raise to have the business up and running and operating and yes. continue to build your platform. But I don't think you need to take more than that. Right. Like yep. if you need 15 million, set a $15 million hard cap, right? right. Like 
there's no need because you see all these other projects raising 100 200 300 million right that you need to go for that like they have their own goals they have their own project um i think it's really important to stay you know focused on you know what you need and yep. only what you need kind of staying in your lane um making sure that you're not taking because like I said, man, if you only need 10 million and that's going to help you grow out to be a hundred million dollar business, right. then only take 10 million or like go after 10 million. Right. Yep. Um, you don't need to go for 50 million. Then you have this other 40, you know, 40 million sitting around and you have responsibilities to people that, that believed in you, yep. you know, and participated. So I always say with, with that money comes a lot of responsibility. Um, you know, and it, it, it's really important to, go after only, I think, what you need and not too much more and being able to justify it um, to say, hey, this is why we need this much. This is what we're going to do with this. This is the plan. You know, like I said, making sure that you're taking care of the people on your team, making sure, you know, the people that were there from the very beginning and helped grow this out, you're taking care of them, you know, that you're able to grow your project, that you're able to run and operate your business. You know, those are important things. But, right. you know, if you're going to take 10 million, okay, great. If you want an extra five to like have like the extra space if you want to add in an extra product, you know, like an extra part to your platform or whatever the case is, fantastic. But there's no need to go after an extra, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 million dollars. Right. Um, just to say, you know, we raised that much. I think in the past that money has kind of been like, I would say like a hype gauge. Right? Yeah. Like yeah, I agree. <laughs> million a hundred million like they're getting more hype and i think sometimes that's why people have set their goals to yeah. be that high um but i don't think it's when it's important i think what's important is establishing your brand establishing why you're different setting yourself apart and then delivering on what you say you can do and making sure that you're the best at, at in that space. Agree. Yep. A hundred percent agree. I couldn't. Yep. A hundred percent agree with all of that you just said. And it is. And that's what I look forward to seeing more of as the space develops. When you have projects and teams that come together, that really understand it. And then you have awesome advisors like yourself that understand that and communicate that to these projects that may not have a lot of experience or obviously have dealt with as many ICOs and projects right. as you have. That is the growth that I love to hear and see, because I feel like that's that's this industry moving in the right direction. That's people really grasping the concept of like, okay, obviously, like you said, right, we all have to pay bills. We all want to make money. But at the same time, there's a quality of this that should come with it as well. That should be almost a standard. You know, it's like certain things should be in place to make sure that investors are aware, speculators are aware, whoever, anybody that comes and looks at your project, um, you know, they can, they can get enough information to make an informed decision on if this is something they want to do or not. So... Blockchain was built on transparency, right? Yep, exactly. So, like, <laughs> the biggest thing, man, is, like, just be transparent. Yeah. You know, even if it sucks, like, and you may get a little bit of, like, punchback or, you know, like, some negativity. Yeah. Be honest. Be poor. Like, yeah. when you try to hide things, you know, they start to they start to grow. Yes. And, and it kind of become, like, that cancer. Yep. Right? And, like, if you let it grow too big and get out of control, it can really just completely demolish your project. Because, yep. like I said, like we were just talking about, you only have your name to go off of. These projects, first impression is everything. You know, you you violate that trust of, you know, um, the people that, that you know, participated in, 
in your project or whatever the case is, well, guess what? Like they're, they're, they're not going to hang on too long because there's 10 other projects out there. Exactly. Right? Like, yep. It's sticking to by what you say you can do, you know, making sure that you're delivering on those things because there are other opportunities out there. There are a lot of projects that are doing the same things. So yep. you need to make sure that you're doing things yep. the right way the first time. Yep, I agree. Yep. So, and that's that's a that that is what made me fall in love with ECC, that the project that I'm involved with. Like when I went in and I saw that transparency, like I'm going in, I'm talking to community, and I'm having this conversation, getting all of this info, talking to this one guy specific, and then lo and behold, oh crap, it's the fucking lead dev. Like what? <laughs> like holy shit! Like oh, I can talk to these people. Accessibility, transparency, like all of those things. I feel like that just would make things so much easier for a lot of projects if they understood oh, yeah. that. And, and that's they, the coolest thing, man. Like, yeah, yep. You can talk to people. If you jump on Telegram, like, I always encourage, like, the projects that we work with, like, get the C-level executives involved. Yes, right? like, yes. Get them out there on YouTube. Get them out there on podcasts. Make sure that they're coming in the room once a week. Yes. Right? The more visibility, you know, that goes a long way for people, like, I remember when I was early on and like I started looking at projects and I saw people like that and I actually asked them questions and like interact with them. Right. I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how often does that happen exactly. in, tradition, in the traditional world? Yep. It just doesn't. Right. Nope. Like, yep. You don't get interact with sea level. Like you barely ever see them. They're kind of like this myth, this legend. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. this person that's running this business, you know, with this space, it's like, it, it get out there get seen like make sure people know who you are they see the face like yeah. that builds trust right and the more trust you can have with your community yeah. you know the better off you're gonna be just by in raising money but in the long term you know and i think that's just sometimes what i see too much of is just tunnel vision like yeah. we're only focused on what's happening for these next these three months that we're raising money yeah. Right, that we're selling our tokens, we're out there, you know, doing our race. Um, you know, it's it's really like what happens after that, right? Like, yeah. that's what you know. You also got to focus on. Yep. So it, it's it's crazy, man. It's it's just such a different world that that you know the crypto, the blockchain world. It's just so different, and it it just opens up so many different doors for people that are involved with these projects to interact with. You know, the the higher levels of. Yep. 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 Agree, man. I, I, you're making me say hundred percent agree with you way too much throughout this interview. I'm getting tired of saying it. No, no man. But that, you know, it is, man. Like you don't understand. It's so refreshing to talk to somebody that's in a position you're in that helps these companies with raising uh, money and, and things like that in blockchain space. And they hear you saying all of these things that I've known in my mind are the right way to do stuff. And that's literally what you apply to your business, how you work with. Like that is extremely refreshing. And well, it's just nice. It, man. And I think, you know, it's just like having the those like core values and ethics, right? Like, like right. I said, man, like this is something I never want to go. I don't want to go back working for somebody else ever again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to go back like this. Like I want to wake up every morning as excited as I have been the last two years. Right. Yeah. Like just meeting so many different cool people, like, like yourself, man, like th this opportunity would never come along if I was working for like a company like Yelp. Right. right. Yeah. Like, yeah. It just, it just wouldn't. You're just another person, another number. Right. right? Like, True. actually seeing results of your hard work and, like, you know, kind of having those wins. And, you know, I think it's important to take those little wins along the way and just, yeah. like, kind of, like, especially, like I said, we're 
all virtual. You know, yeah. most of us are sitting in our rooms or our offices at home, you know, working by ourselves. But yeah. in reality, we're all part of like a, a team. And that's what we really try to focus on is making sure that we're part of that team. Um, but yeah, man, it's just, it's just, you don't get these opportunities every day. So it's making the most of them. Yep. Yep. I definitely agree, man. I, yep. I agree with you. You definitely got to make the most of this space. Like you said, it is virtual. You don't have to be directly physically in front of somebody and you can have these awesome conversations and work with so many different counterparts of blockchain and cryptocurrency that it does. It creates that, it creates that, um, that opportunity that one probably wouldn't have if this industry didn't exist. And actually when I think about that, when I think about like, okay, so obviously all of this being virtual, right? And yeah. you have an ability to be able to contact people easily with at least, right. you know, simply within the yeah. blockchain and cryptocurrency world. Like where, like, do you, is there like a number one source you feel of like where you find people um, as far as like raising these funds for these ICOs? Like, is there like yeah. a. Hmm? That's a good question, man. Um, um, I would say LinkedIn's been a pretty good source of like, you know, just finding people. I think you also got to be resourceful on your own, right? Like getting out there like we got google like you can find anything you need or want it's just yep. a matter of like doing your research and your due diligence right like with linkedin these days you're only one click away from connecting with somebody that su- can be super impactful yeah right true. so like I think that, that's something is like you know finding you know are you talking about investors or are you talking about the projects because i mean linkedin's probably where we get reached out to the most right yeah. like people will find us ICO bench or right. like, you know, they'll see us on a project or, you know, they'll see like me and the community talking with somebody and like, like the way that, you know, we're interacting or what we're doing, or, you know, I've heard from one of the projects that we've worked with. So I'd say it's a combination, you know, some of the best projects we get are referrals, you know, nice. people that are involved in this space that, you know, met somebody and, and or has a really good connection and they turn us on to them. I think that's where some of our best projects have come from. But at the same time, you never know who could reach out to you on LinkedIn at any given time, right? Yep, like there's true. so many different people out there, yeah. um, you know, and like you're, you're one click away from connecting and having a conversation with that person, yep. right? And, and you never know what can come from the conversations. You know, it's just actually presenting in the facts, especially, you know, for the different projects, you know, making sure, you know, that you have projects that you can present to people that they're actually going to see the benefit and value. Yep. Yep. That, and that makes sense. And yeah, man, it's, it's just, man, it's just so much going on in this space. Um, it's, so it's, much it's like, it's hard to keep track, right? Yeah. Like, it, 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 it's, it's crazy. Like, you know, I think for us too, is we get sometimes so focused on our projects and, you know, who we're working with and what we're doing that, you know, we don't even get to look at the outside world and then yeah. you take, you know, two months later, a month later, you take a step back and you kind of see everything that's happened. You kind of reflect, right. I mean, it's just crazy how fast this space progresses. Yeah. You know, I always joke around and say like three months in this space is like a year in any other, you know, industry. Yep. It, 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 really it really is. is. It just so quick. Yep. Yeah, that's one thing I'm waiting for. Like the thing that everybody seems to be talking about right now is the the, uh, the Bitcoin ETF. And, you know, everybody yeah. keeps, you know, they keep, you know, doing the proposal for it and it keeps getting shut down. Like one of these times they're going to be like, uh, approved. Yep. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? I think there's a, it's so new that 
I think the government's trying to figure out how they get their cut. Of course. I think <laughs> yeah. They're, they're trying to find because if they go too far with the regulations and stuff, I think it's going to upset a lot of people and they're going to have a lot of pushback. Yeah. And that's not good for them. Nope. Trying to find like that, that how to navigate these roads that they've really never had to do before. Yeah. Like we've had our markets for so long. They figured that out. They have everything set in place. This is a new space that is popped up. I wouldn't say relatively overnight, but I mean, you turn on the news today, you're and like CNBC or any of these like you know money channels, you're gonna see a Bitcoin ticker. You're yeah. gonna hear them yeah. talking about Bitcoin ETFs. You know the price of Bitcoin, Ethereum. You know you're gonna hear a lot of things, and and that's happened relatively just over the past year. Yeah. You know, so I think it's it's just crazy, man. Like it's gonna be interesting to see what happens over the next year or two. Obviously. I, I think regulations will be good. You know, yeah. I think people need to be a little bit smarter and do their due diligence, right? Like, don't just throw money at everything. Like, yeah. you know, understand the risks involved in this. You know, like, it, it, it is still a very, I would say, relatively risky industry. Um, but at the same time, if you do your due diligence, you, you, you know, have a set rules that you're looking for, guidelines. I always tell people, like, you know, have five or ten guidelines that you're looking for in a project that like unless it checks all those boxes you're not going to get involved exactly right? yes absolutely like, make sure that you know what works for you everybody's a little everybody's different everybody has a different tolerance for risk you know so it's making sure what works for you but understanding at the end of the day that this is still extremely volatile you know like this is still like we still see it man like it was up what like a month ago bitcoin is up eight thousand. now we're back down to 62 63 yeah like it, and we saw it even more volatile back in, you know, the beginning of the year. Yep. Well, like, it's just understanding your your appetite and the risk that you're willing to take and understand that those are there and making sure that you're doing the right things to protect yourself. Because, I mean, I've seen some crazy stuff in Telegram, man. Like, yeah, I've no taking out mortgages, selling their car. I'm like, yeah, like, what? Like, like, what are you doing? What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, like nobody would ever recommend you do that. Yeah, right? no joke. They get mad at the project because it wasn't, you know, it, like it didn't deliver in the time that they thought it would, right? Yep. Like nobody guarantees instant success. Like if you're in the traditional industries, like it doesn't just happen overnight, right? No. Like yeah. it's doing things day in and day out the right way to, to get to that goal. Yes. But I think a lot of these people are, are you know, they saw crypto or got involved early and, and, and made a ton of money or, you know, lost a ton of money, however you see it. But they want things to happen much more quickly than you would see anywhere yep. else. Yeah. And so again, like just being smart, like, don't take out a second mortgage. Like, don't sell your car if you can't. Pull. Like, only risking what you can actually lose, right? Yeah. Like, yes. I, I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, it's like just being smart, like doing your due diligence. Um, I can't stress that enough. Like, that is, it's going to help everybody as a whole. Like, you know, they have these expectations. Well, it, those are expectations that they set for themselves. Exactly. So, even if you now in like, you know, a roadmap and it has clear cut dates and you're staying on target, it's never going to satisfy everybody. Right. Like never. You're, yeah. You'd be surprised. Like how many people just don't read the white paper. Oh, or, like yeah. look at those roadmaps. It, 
And you're like, wait, like we have this laid out. Like what? Like where did you get this timetable or this expectation that things would evolve this quick? You know, so again, it just comes back to like being smart about it. Right. And like, just do your due diligence, do your homework, take the time. If you're going to put your hard earned money into something, right. Like just, I think I can't stress that. Yeah. (laughs) When I hear people like, why would you do it? Like, it just blows my mind. I could never imagine risking that something I couldn't lose and like relying on somebody else to like come through in a quicker timeline than you would see anywhere else. Exactly. And that's what I, I, man, you have no idea how many times (laughs) I have this conversation and specifically when it comes to ECC, I try to tell people, I'm like, you have to understand like, okay, of course we have a roadmap. Of course, we have things that we're doing. We have marks we want to hit. But if you're really about innovation, you're really about development, you're not going to be strapped to that timeline because it's more important that you bring a quality product or service rather than just to hit a deadline. Now, of course, right? And do it right the first time. Exactly. Yes. Questions are everything. Like, if you release something just to hit that deadline and you're, like, worried about a week or two, like, do it the right way, right? Like just do things the right way and everything works out how it's supposed to everything falls in line but you're right man it drives me crazy it's like yeah i know it's like uh, like like that's what <laughs> sometimes right exactly like, yeah exactly <laughs> just use your head like let's just like because it, when people have those expectations man i think it, it can almost like take the space back a step because they start to they get pissed they go out they go start spreading all these rumors or like, you know, start causing chaos. Right. And it doesn't do anybody any no good. good. Reality, yep. The team is just trying to do right by the people um, that, that, that put their money behind them. Exactly. Right? Like, and you should want that, right? Like as an investor, as somebody that gets involved with these projects, you should want the project to do things the right way, no matter if it takes an extra week or an extra month. You know, I can understand that. Like if you're waiting around and like they delay something a year, that's like the core of that project. I can understand getting upset, right? Like right. that's different. But if, you know, there's a little bit of a delay or, you know, something didn't happen right when you thought it would, man, like just take a breather, like understand the team is operating operating a business, right? Like at the end of the day, businesses that people are operating, they need to make decisions that are going to be best. And that doesn't always mean making everybody happy. Yep. So, I mean, I can't, it's just crazy because I see it so so much, man. I mean, on Telegram, just because I've been involved with so many projects and been involved in their Telegram rooms and community management, I get private messages all the time. And sometimes it just, it it blows my mind just like some of the things that I'm hearing. (laughs) And it's like, oh man, like I, I just, you know, some, you just can't help everybody. Right? No, nah, you can't, you can't <laughs> you please can't everybody. everybody. You know, even as much as you stress to it or tell them, you know, you know, it's all laid out there in the white paper or the website or whatever. Yeah. People just want to hear what they want to hear. Um, you know, they're going to do what they're going to do. And, 
um, you can't help everybody. Yep, that's true. <laughs> hey, hey, you, you try to do what you can. Like you said, you, the team comes together and try to make the best decisions for the future and what's right. gonna um, what's gonna make sense, not just appease everybody in the immediate, but be the best decisions for the future. And you know, hey, sometimes you do it and everybody loves it. Sometimes you do it and they don't. But I mean, that comes with the that's the nature of business. Period. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, you want you want to do the right things, like. I of course, think we, yeah. like, some people just only think of it as like a dollar per, or like a price behind it, right? Like yeah. I don't think someone's looking at the project. I think they're looking at, you know, how quickly is it going to be on the exchange? Exactly. How, you know, how quickly can I 2X, you know, 10X, you know, whatever X my money, you know, that's, that's really what they're looking for. Yeah. You know, they, that's, they, you know, I don't think that is what this space should have been built on i don't think it is what it's built on i just think that's kind of what is kind of has really formed is yeah you know I people see they can get in on the, the pre-ico at, you know whatever eight cents you know the, let's say the main sales 12 cents well there they just made four cents um you know if they go on the exchange at 25 cents you know that they've they've made three or four times their money like yep. that's great in in logic but we see things like these bear markets right like you can't expect a brand new project yeah. to go up, you know, 70 percent when the major market cap cryptos are going down 78. Exactly. Right? Like, that's just yes. not realistic expectations. Yeah, I cannot say that enough like that. I still have people that are like, yo, so. You know, when when moon and they're not, they're not necessarily saying exactly that, but you're basically asking me a question, you know, oh, when do you think the price is going to 10 X? Um, well, the last time I checked, I'm definitely not a fortune teller and I cannot predict the future. So I have no idea. Like, <laughs> no, you just got to like, you know, you got to see the market moves together. Right? Yeah. Yep. Like we're that right now more than ever, you know, when Bitcoin, when the major ones go up, you know, everything moves together man yeah and you can't you can't have those unrealistic expectations but you're right you see the wind lambo wind moon you know wind wind 10x you know all these different ones and it's like hey just it it's only been a month it's only yeah been two exactly like you know like if you're looking at things like and you look at traditional stock markets like if you make four seven percent in a year that's incredible. Yeah, it is. That's fantastic. Yeah. Right? Amazing. Like, yep. We're seeing it here like you're making 7% in a day. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you're like, that's, it's, yeah. It's it's just wild, man, because, you know, they think, you know, 7X is not, or like 7% is nothing to people anymore because we've been so, like, used to seeing, like, 25, 30, 40, 50. You know, we've seen 100% gains in a day. Yeah, you know, it, sure. it, it's just lazy, and that's not how you know established markets move. Yeah, and I think that's really where we need to for the complete adoption yeah. is to have a little bit more stability. Um, you know, we're not going to see people, you know, accepting Bitcoin as a form of payment when right. it's a thousand dollars swing in a day. Right. You know, it's just not feasible for a business to accept Bitcoin. And take the risk of losing a thousand. Yes. Obviously, there's the the chance you can make a thousand on you know whatever payment it is or whatever the case is. But right. they just can't take that risk to run a business. Yep. Right. So, I think we're gonna see. I think that's why this was kind of a nice reset. I don't think we're gonna move up as quickly as we had in the past. I mean, who knows though? Yeah. You know, like, 
it's just such a crazy space. You know, like people have said, this isn't going to happen or this is going to happen. You never know. Like, yeah. I think that's what it's kind of exciting. Like you can wake up one morning and be up 25%. You know, we could wake yeah. up tomorrow and Ethereum could be back to like three, three fifty. you know, you just don't know, <laughs> Yeah. you know, so sure. it's just exciting. You know, obviously nobody wants to see it be as low as it is right now. Of course. Um, but that's the reality of what markets do. You know, yeah. that's, that's, they reset, you know, they follow trends. Um, you know, like we said earlier, there's, I think some market manipulation going on, you know, yep. there's a lot of smart money that's going to make a lot of money here. Um, so it, it'll be interesting to see what happens, but I don't, I think hopefully we're, we've hit a bottom. I, I hope so. Yeah, um, I know, right. <laughs> I know, right. Start, um, you know, because it, it brings a lot of life into the space. I mean, I've definitely seen the past over the summer months, I think are relatively slow, you know, for, for traditional markets as well right um but it's definitely been slower like you know there hasn't been as many projects coming out there hasn't been as many people active you know yeah. that i've noticed in the community right. um i think people are kind of sitting on the sidelines waiting to see what happens yep they are um, but i'm excited this next bull run because I, I think we're going to come back stronger than ever i think there's going to be more activity in the space i think people will get excited again um but you never know Yep. You know, yep. It, it'll be fun to watch. It's, it's, you know, it's those days and like overcoming those challenges. I think that's what's so much fun about this space. Yeah. You know, so it's, oh man, it's fun. It's yeah. I love it. Blast. Yeah. It is going to be a blast. I love you know, the fact that you just can't predict the future. Like you just, no, you just can't. Yep. <laughs> Let us, no, and if I you can, they can, but you yeah. know, you just can't. <laughs> right. I know. I think we we'd be you know pretty making some pretty good coin right now if we could. I know, <laughs> no, right to anybody who's listening to this podcast. If you can definitively predict the future, go ahead and send me an email at info at the bullpen podcast.io and I will make sure to make sure the world finds out who you are. <laughs> I want in on that. Yeah. All right, I want in on that at the extreme ground floor. <laughs> like we yeah. need to we need to market that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No joke, no, man. man. It's just, it's so much fun. I mean, I feel really lucky. Um, you know, I don't think there's too many people in the U.S. I mean, it's pretty cool. My partner's here in Phoenix. Yeah. So I actually get to interact with somebody. Oh, that's you nice. know, I think that's another advantage. I mean, we want to open up an office here pretty soon. Nice. Um, you know, get people. I think it's good to have that interaction where you can look over and say, hey, are we, we, we're, are we getting this done? You know, are we getting that done? I think right. sometimes you know, things can get lost in translation on, on, you know, messaging, you know, using online, you really got to have your processes and, you know, things set up to be able to operate and run. Right. Um, right. But yeah, man, I, I feel really lucky to be able not only to be involved with the space, but some of the projects I have meet the right people. Right. You know, have somebody that I work with that's here. Um, I know, you know, like I've been looking at I'm in Arizona. So Arizona State University has a, like, they have some blockchain courses, you know, nice. there's more people that are getting into it. And I think it's finding people that have that passion that are going to work hard, um, you know, and, and not stop because I mean, I don't want to, it, it gets started at like 8am and I won't stop until 10 and I don't want to stop, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> like, exactly. You know, I want to find people like that um, to just, helps create something that's going to be around for a long time and does a whole lot of good not only for projects but you know hopefully for for the blockchain space as a whole i mean even if we're just like a little speck right like right. this space is big enough for for everybody yeah um but i think you know like we said earlier it's just 
establishing those core values, making sure that you stick by them, making sure that you're doing right by yourself and doing right to your projects. Um, if you just follow all those things and, you know, you work hard, things, things line up, man, good things happen. Yeah. So, I agree. you know, I, I hope, you know, in the next, you know, we, we can talk back in a couple of years and, you know, we'll be laughing. Like, you know, I remember that first time we talked and, you know, you guys will be huge and hopefully we've worked with some great projects, but you know, it's just an exciting space, man. We're so early. They were so new. Yeah. Um, it's an opportunity that not a lot of people get right. Like we're at the right place at the right, the right time. time. I truly believe that. Yep. I do too. Yeah. I do too, man. I don't know. What you because say I'm 30. Yeah. I'm, thir- I'm 30. I'm 31. Sorry. And I mean, I was too young when the internet came around. Yeah. Like, I was too focused on sports. Right. Like, I couldn't get involved. You know, now I, I have this opportunity. I, I, I don't want to ever let it go because I saw, you know, what came of a lot of these internet companies. I mean, look where we are today, man. Could you imagine living without your cell phone? Oh no. Yeah. It would be, it would be insane. <laughs> it would be so much harder for me to communicate with anybody. People would think I would probably dead. Um, right. Like it, it would be, it would be insane. Like I tell people, that's why I was like, man, my cell phone, like it makes me, it makes it easier for me to do everything it completely enhances how fast i can respond to somebody whether it's business or personal everything man i mean yeah think you know at the beginning of the internet people said the internet wouldn't be bigger than the fax machine you know like yeah yeah everything's connected now like our homes are connected i mean look at like how much we've progressed just over the past 10 years yeah right and think about what blockchain can add to that you know, that's, that's what just like is super, it gets me so stoked is like, this is like, this is where things are going. This is an opportunity to be a part of something that could be bigger than what the internet did. You know, it's going to definitely, um, you know, be something that adds on to the internet, you know, that, that runs because of the internet, you know, that's what allows us to have blockchain technology, but you know, just, man, it's just, I mean, look at IOT, like, you know, Internet of Things is everything today. And like yeah. you said, we're so connected. We can't imagine living without our cell phones, yeah. right? Like we pay from our cell phones. Yeah. And that kind everything. of brings it back to like, that's where crypto can do a lot of good. We're already pretty much a cashless society, yeah. right? Like pretty we much. use our debit cards. We use like, we. how often do you pull out a 5, 10, 20, like, very rarely right? like yeah no joke. so i think there's so much advancement in in crypto and in blockchain um it's just gonna be a fun ride man and i feel really lucky to be a part of it um i'm excited just to see like you know i've met some people that were involved with the early age of the internet i've met people that are part of ibm i've met people that are part of That's microsoft awesome. i've met blockchain i mean it's just so cool to meet and have those conversations and listen to like and learn from them right you know like then man just be a sponge anybody out there like you want to get involved in the space be a sponge learn as much as you can like don't be scared to ask questions right, right. like just just absorb it because exactly it's, it's so early it's so new you know people that are saying they're an expert i, I hate that word just because you can't be an expert exactly. in something that's progressing this fast. And if you're really focused on, you know, what you're good at and helping businesses, um, you can only really be good at, at a certain things, right. right? Like if you try to do everything, obviously you can be decent and you can be good, but you're never going to be excellent. You know, of course. it's kind of like right. decisions athletes have to make, right? Like you have three sport athletes in high school. 
if you want to progress to the next level, you got to choose one. Right. Right. Yep. <laughs> choose one. You got to stick with it. You got to hone your craft. You got to know what you're good at. Um, and that's no different from business, right? right? Like know what you're good at, stick by those, find the best people yep. to put around you that are, that are good at what they do and, and make a solid team where everybody has their unique skills and assets. Um, and that's where something special can really be created. Yep. I agree, man. Um, man, I, I'm loving this interview, man. If you don't mind, I have, I have two questions that are stuck in my mind, man, that I have to get off. I have to get off, man. Um, so one of those being right. And I really, I was really thinking about this, um, because things I've been seeing more of in uh, more, a little bit more conversation about are like community-based projects. So commu right. uh, projects that don't have ICOs, that don't have those token fundraising opportunities. Yeah. My question is to you, one, have you ever worked with a project like that? And then um, based on that, you know, is the things that you do, that you apply for these ICOs, is that applicable to community-based projects? Yeah, man. So that's a good question. I mean, to be honest, I don't know too much about them. Um, you know, I haven't worked with any yet. Mm -hmm. I definitely know there's a lot of people that are kind of going the more private equity route, right? Like it's just a lot less headache. Um, but I haven't been involved with one yet, you know, and until I get involved with one, right. Uh, obviously, like I said earlier, I think the community is everything behind the project, right? right? Like you got to have people that you got to have people out there that, are using you, you know, if you don't have right, yeah. to use your platform, right. You're kind of screwed. Right. right yeah. <laughs> so you got to put out something that is, you know, worth people using. Yep. Um, you got to put out something that is actually quality and something that they can use. Right. Like again, a white paper, isn't something I can use. It's something I can read. And exactly. Great. All these promises, but it's, it doesn't get me excited. Like actually, touching, feeling, picking up my phone, interacting with something and seeing it work. I think right. that's kind of like why CryptoKitty, some of these other things have become so big, right? Because yeah. people could actually interact with them. Yes. You know, like we don't see that too much in blockchain right now, right? Yeah. Like we don't see too many working products. So I think, you know, some of those projects out there like CryptoKitties have been exciting to people because they, they can use interact, them. Exactly. Right? They can use them. Um, and I think that's super powerful. But I mean, I'm, I'm really excited to learn more about you know kind of these community driven projects i don't personally know too much about them yet um just because we haven't worked with any um but definitely something i i can see completely working right like yeah it's no doubt people are, are kind of like i mean again you hear so many acronyms people call them like token generation events you know initial coin offerings all these different things right uh, and i also talked to a lot of projects that have decided that you know they're not going to go out there and do whoa oh you get no you get you know a, a fundraise where everybody's you know buying tokens they're just going to raise money from private equity right um but definitely i haven't I mean, now i'm thinking i'm trying to even think if we've been approached by a project like that um i don't think we have to be honest with you but, you know, like I said, I'm definitely interested in learning more. I mean, if there's something that we don't know, um, we spend a lot of time trying to figure out and making sure that we're, we're staying ahead of the curve, right? Because, nice. yeah. you know, like if you kind of sit in your lane too long um, and, and only focus on one thing, 
you got to kind of keep your eyes open and see where things are headed so that you can help your projects get in front and, and, and you know, be in front of everybody else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I, I definitely would like to learn more. Um, have you had any, I mean, personally, have you worked with any or seen any projects that you like that you would suggest looking into that, you know, kind of are that format? Yeah. So me, and, and so me, full disclosure, right? The, the, the project that I'm talking about that I'm about to talk about right now, ECC, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a part of, I'm on the team. So I work with them. They're a community-based okay, project. Cool. Um, but again, okay. taking the bias out of the, out of what I'm about to say here. Um, you know, when I think about, and here's the thing, right? Because when I really got into crypto and I was like, okay, me and as an investor, I want to make sure I find a project that is the next, I feel like is the next Google or Amazon or something that just has a lot of potential. Absolutely. And, and I feel like I'm going to go places. So, you know, for me, the big, the number one thing that I was looking for, transparency. At the yep. end of the day, I'm not a developer. I, I, I don't code. I used to QA. I was a software QA analyst. I helped test um, the, the front end of the code that was right. developed, but I don't know code myself. So I have to be able to, you know, uh, to, to virtually talk to somebody to get answers to questions. So ECC, the reason why I dove in and went all the way in with them is because they had a lead dev in a full team that was completely accessible almost at any time other than when they had to sleep and spend time with their family to be able to talk right. and ask questions. And then this right. is a project that is, is a coin. It's not a token. So it has its own blockchain. And okay. on top of that, it is completely community based, uh, meaning that they didn't have an ICO or anything of that sort. So I'm just like, oh, I'm like mesmerized. I'm like, okay, this is hey, awesome. How did, this they is raise, how did they raise money? So the, here's the amazing thing, right? There's there's a full team of us. It's about right. what, 13 of us right now. Literally all of us, literally all dedicating our time for free. So we're literally trying to do that. And, and now we're getting to this space to where it's like, okay, you know, and we've been focused on the development part. We've been focused on, you know, creating the project, um, and the products and the services that really create the user experience with a distinct focus on user experience, UI and UX, so that it's not this super difficult thing. You know, when you, when you talk about like, okay, how do I get the private keys to my, you know, to my wallet? That in crypto right now is like this thing that is pretty, you know, it seems to be this daunting task. Like, oh shit. All right, I got a mystery. Yeah, it's like, oh, I don't, what, what do you mean the private key? What do you mean I could get that? So for us, it's it's just simple. You go into the Sapphire wallet, you go to the settings, you go to where it says uh, uh, your, your private keys and you click a button that says either generate a PDF document or look at it right there in front of you. That's simple. And that's the type of stuff that we're focused on. So, you know, when I, I think-, think that's great, man, you're making it more you're making it accessible and easy to understand for people that are just stepping in right and i think you know like i i got an opportunity to do like my first speech and talking about um cryptocurrency and bitcoin and like what it is and, you know it's amazing to see how many people just don't truly they think they they have an idea they've heard the buzzword bitcoin right right um, but a lot of this is just a mystery to them right you know some of them will hear their kids talking about it and like you gotta get involved or all these things, but when it comes down to the the fundamentals of it, of like like you said, like the private key, your public key, yeah. all these things that actually allow you to interact with cryptocurrency, it's very confusing to people. Yeah, and I think, so. like you said, a lot of that is hidden, right? It's hidden and yep. it's hard to find. It's like you don't know. You're looking on Google and there's a hundred different answers, some technical, some not, and it people just get confused. And when they don't yeah. understand something, they tend to stay away from. So, I mean, it's really awesome to hear, you know, making something easy for people. 
yeah. right? Making it understandable, uh, making it accessible, right? Right. Like, yeah. Exactly. Think, you know, that's the other thing. Um, that's that's awesome, man. Yeah, yes. So for us, and that's why I said I'm I'm intrigued by what you're doing because when I think about ECC and that community based and and taking the things that you created and then being able to apply that to, to that because obviously right in the world that we live in, especially in cryptocurrency, right, we we're gonna have to have funds. We're gonna have to have funds as far as marketing and things like that. So we're yeah. trying to find ways that are, are are creative and organic to basically make that happen. And that's why I was wondering, like, oh, you know, I wonder, you know, you know, because I'm I, like I see a lot more of these community based right. type projects coming coming about no i mean i've definitely seen them popping up and like, like i said i've seen people just decide not to like sell their tokens right um yeah. and to raise like from private investors or th things like that but you know until you actually get in and like start working with one but i like like the fundamentals of that right right like, people, yeah but you're you're in it because you believe in it right you know and if you can put out a solid project you know it, it, it's something that you guys have believed in built and you build that community around it well that right. community is what's going to kind of put it on the shoulders and take it to that next step yeah yep i agree man 100 percent, man so yeah it'll be interesting to see how that happens over time man yeah well yeah we'll have to have more conversation about that man because i like yeah. i said i love what you're doing man yeah, you, sure. you definitely I mean, know your stuff like i said dude, I mean, there's a lot of projects out there i mean there's a couple that we're involved with right now like one of them's uh data blockchain nice um they they've raised close to 18 million wow um, i mean in this bear market which is incredible yeah that's amazing. um but you know what they're doing is they already have their mvp up or they're almost to their second version of their mvp nice. but it makes data more accessible right like let's think of like these big fortune 500 companies we're right. looking at today's day and age you look online and you're seeing all these ads that are being served to you well how right. do you know who to serve those ads you know and it's all big data yep. right um what data blockchain's done is really allowed it more accessible for the smaller companies to be able to to get that data but you know typically when you buy data you're buying a huge data right set, yeah right and you kind of have to run through all of that and you have to find what's applicable to your business you know the right age the right you know what their interests are things like that i mean we know so much from people online today their interactions right right well what it allows um it actually serve people the type of data and only the type of data when they need yeah. and it saves a ton of money because Ooh, nice. typically fortune 500 companies are only the ones that have that type of money to like right. go out and buy these big data sets you know and target different audiences and really understand who they're targeting right um but data blockchain is an job i think i mean they own close to four billion records now so they actually have wow. four billion records um, they have seven u.s uh, patents filed um, I, I wouldn't be surprised, man. I think we're going to come really close. They have a $50 million hard cap. Um, they're continuing to get more data, more partners. Uh, right. the people behind it have had successful exits on other businesses. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely exciting. Man. I mean, just being a part of those things where you see how impactful and how much opportunity that type of data can open to small businesses. Yeah. You know, if you're looking at e-commerce sites, like, Think about how many pop up today, you know, and you can't access that data traditionally right. unless, you know, you have a ton of money, you have the right connections. Well, that's what blockchain and, and, you know, this crypto space is starting to do is allow opportunities for the smaller companies, the smaller people to still compete with some of these bigger companies yeah. and get the same type of data same type of funding you know that that you wouldn't traditionally have been able to see in the past yep. but I, mean, I think that's one of the projects i'm most excited about that we're working on now 
Um, we have another one, man, that's it's coming up here, and we'll have to talk more about it. But um, it's it's going to be huge. It's called Some Talk, and um, Ooh, we actually got in and involved with that project before shoot man before even have a, had a white paper written the wow. guy approached us with you know something he had been working on something that he believed in it's a working product right you know he had already built it out you know the cool part was is we got to get in and we got to actually like help shape that white paper right. right like help like build it from the ground up which is you know not the product obviously there's still a lot to go um, but it uses a lot of like IBM Watson. It's using a lot of things and the team that we're putting together. Um, but yeah, we're definitely, we're starting to get that out there. It'll probably be out in the next month or so, but it's called some talk and we'll have to talk more about that another point. Cause I think it's, it's going to be a su super successful project. It's something that I, I'm fully invested in. I'm fully excited about. I think it's going to really, it's going to, it's going to change the way people search, um, video and audio content. Let's just put it that way, man. That's not, yeah. We're definitely so, going to have to talk more about that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's cool, man. I mean, there's so much, you know, there's so much out there. And like, when you think about how you listen to even your podcast, right? Like right. If I, you know, we're such a society today, that's like, I say with cell phones, we're instant satisfaction. Like yeah. we want what we want when want it right like we can get on our phones right now yeah and we can order subway and it will be here in 30 minutes shoot i can order my groceries for the dinner i want to cook tonight but there's some places that, you know i see a ton of innovation and one of those is like youtube videos podcast audio video yes um, and being able to deliver results from those um and only what you want because right you know our time is valuable and we want what we want when we want it. Um, and that's something that some talk I think is going to do a, a really good job at. But yeah, again, you know, once we get a little bit past that, maybe I can come back on and talk more, or, you know, get you up to speed. But it'll be it, these next couple months, man, I'm excited. I think we got those are our two big projects right now that we're focused on and kind of putting all of our energy into. Um, and it'll be it'll be exciting to see what happens. And you know, next time I come on, hopefully both those have uh, hit their hard caps. Yeah, without a doubt, man. Yeah, you're always welcome back, man, on the podcast, man. You, yeah, you're awesome, no, dude. This has been one of the coolest things I think I've ever done, man. I've been I've been talking. I was telling my girlfriend. I was telling my partner about. I'm like, man, I'm so excited. Like, I listen to podcasts. And I really, I mean, honestly, I only got into them like six months ago. But yeah, I mean. They're so easy. Like when I'm working in the morning, like it's a great way instead of like, you know, kind of having to read an article. Yeah. I love listening to them now. I can yes. do both, right? Yep. Like I can, I can listen, I can pick out pieces and like I get informed and it's a way to keep up to speed. Uh, but man, I've been so excited to be on your podcast. I can't even tell you. It's been honestly a privilege. I mean, oh, it's been, man. I mean this has been <laughs> one of the coolest experiences ever. So. I mean, I can't stress to you enough how appreciative I am. Oh man, I, I man, definitely appreciate it, man. Happy to happy to pop your podcast, Cherry, man. You got your first one out the <laughs> way, man. Uh, in my opinion, awesome. you did an amazing job. Uh, I think it was, I think he's great, man. And you know what? Actually, I one question I ask every guest that comes on the podcast, yeah. man. Um, what mark do you want to leave on blockchain and cryptocurrency? Man. I I just want to be someone that was uh, someone people enjoyed working with, right? Yeah. Like I want to have a business that has a solid reputation and, and people are like, 
you know, if you want the guys that are going to do it right the first time, you want the people that are going to tell you how it is, even if it's not, you know, always what you want to hear. Um, you know, I want to be someone that was forward thinking, you know, someone that, you know, was looking for different ways of doing things, not always just falling in line with everybody else. Um, but really just being someone that stays true to the core values, you know, actually helping projects, um, deliver results. Um, but really just at the end, I want to build relationships with people. I don't want to just work with people for three months and not work with them again. Right. Yeah. I want to continue to work with these projects. I want to be somebody um, that can be a sounding board and, you know, have those relationships that I look back in 10 years and you never know what opportunities can come from them. Yeah. But I think, you know, at, at the core value of it, just staying true to who we are, um, you know, making sure that we're doing things the right way, making sure we're staying honest to ourselves and do our projects, um, you know, and, and doing, if I do those things, I, I truly feel like everything will work out. Um, and hopefully, you know, can be one of the thought leaders, one of the innovators, you know, somebody that's, that's, you know, maybe just taking the blockchain for 2%. Right. You know, if I can do that, I feel like I'm doing a good job because, you know, there's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of people involved with this. I wasn't you know, one of the creators or anything, right. but if I can leave a little mark and kind of push blockchain forward in the right direction, um, you know, I'd be, I'd be ecstatic about that, but I hope I can stay around for as long as I can. I hope I look back in 10 years time and this is still the industry that I'm in. Yeah, I think so, man. I think you're definitely heading in a direction. Uh, I think you, I think you're going to be here, bro. I know I look, I look forward to still being here and I think you definitely think you're going to be one of those people that are still around to me. You just have the right mindset. Yeah, I appreciate it. I think, you know, I think we met each other at a good time. I think it's going to be exciting. And that's why I said, man, just creating these relationships because, yeah. you know, you look around and I see, you know, I see people, you know, today when we turn on the TV and we're looking for what's going on with stock market, I, right. I look at people like yourself as, you know, the, those are the people that we're going to look to in five or 10 years time. And when blockchain and crypto is like the, the number one, right? right. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what's so exciting to me, man. And it's just like things change and things can happen so fast. And it's crazy. I mean, this life is crazy, right? Like right. you never know what's going to happen. But I think, like I said, it all comes back to surrounding yourself with good people, um, you know, making sure that you're doing the right. You know, like I said, man, I think people like yourself and, you know, other people in the community, like that's when we're going to turn on the TV and we're going to see them talking about different projects. We're going to see them talking about cryptocurrency and the markets and things like that. Right. You know, and shoot, we don't even, I mean, maybe we don't even have channels like that anymore. Cause I know so many people are switching over to YouTube. I mean, the, the, the big source of how people get information today yep. is YouTube podcast. I mean, I read something, it was like one in four people listen to a podcast at least like every other day or, I know, or something like crazy. that. Like, podcasts and things are just on a, on a huge rise, man. Yeah. You know, it's something that's easy to turn on in the car you can listen to and, you know, you, you get some great information. I mean, I, I, I didn't know much about podcasts until six months ago and I started listening to them and I mean, they're, they're freaking incredible, man. Yeah. You get so much good information. I mean, like I said, man, it's been a privilege to meet you. It's been a privilege to be on here. I mean, this has been a highlight of my blockchain career so far. 
Um, you know, and I hope that, you know, we can continue this relationship and both do some big things. Yeah. Likewise, man, we definitely can. I, de- I definitely think we will, man. Um, I, like I said, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. And just talking, man, I think you dropped so many jewels just, uh, that I feel like people, you know, should, should take away. And it is good for no- people to know, especially projects. Um, and actually speaking of that, um, you know, how can, if, you know, if somebody listens to this, that's involved with a project and they want to get in contact with you and, yeah. you know, possibly work with you and your company and your team, yeah. how would they do that so you can email me um tyler at blockchain management group.com um like i said man like we've been so focused on our projects that um i kind of got away from the website and stuff that should be up in the next week so nice. write down blockchain management group um dot com that that's going to be our go-to site i i'm planning on having that up in the next week it's been something you know obviously my projects come first i want to make sure that you know like i said we're doing right by them we're hitting all our due dates so it's been you know with uh data blockchain going sale going live um with you know kind of getting some talk and their white paper up and ready and ready to go to market that's kind of been the main focus but um yeah blockchainmanagementgroup.com um tyler blockchain management group shoot me a message and like i said we just want to have good conversations make sure that we're a good fit you know if we're not a good fit for you we're not going to try to sell you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that. Yeah. We, we want to know what you're working on. We want to know like if it's something that we can help with, but right. I feel pretty confident man, just from our relationships. There's really not an area that we can't step in and make an impact. Whether I agree. You know, community, management, whether it's, you know, your bounty campaign, whether it's marketing, whether it's, you know, you know, getting you the right legal person. Right. Right. Like that's the biggest thing. For us is we really value those connections and making sure that if we're telling you, hey, this is the person who you should go to for your legal, this is the person that you should go to for, you know, your uh, blockchain architecture, whatever the case is, we feel really confident making those suggestions because we've worked with them, you know, we know we know what they can do. Um, and they're good people where I think sometimes you see people that are, are making suggestions because they get like the highest percentage cut or, you know, and they're yeah, not good yeah. or there's just for us, you know, there's, it's not all about making money. Obviously we need money to live, but at the end of the day, if we, like I said earlier, if we do the right things, um, everything lines out, everything plays out, everything will work out the way it's supposed to. Yep. Um, but yeah, give us a shout, like, drop us a line, shoot us an email. Um, let's have a conversation and see if it's something that we can help with. Um, if it's not, usually mm-hmm. we can find the right people that can help. Um, and, and we'd be more than happy to send you that way. But, you know, more times than none, um, we feel we can make a pretty big impact as long as it's a good fit for both parties. Right. Well, man, there you go. Yeah, anybody that needs to get in contact with uh, Tyler Sanford, you have all the information. Uh, reach out. I can tell you from this conversation and the, the research I've done, definitely a knowledgeable individual. Uh, great guy just talk to in general. So, yeah, man, we'll be in touch, man. We'll definitely be in touch. We're definitely going to have to do this again. I'm going to definitely have to get you back on the show again, you know, a couple months from now when uh, the world is flipped upside down and all of these <laughs> things are happening that weren't happening before. Yeah, man, we definitely have to have a convo again. Yeah. Anytime, man. This has been just amazing, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Um, but anytime, I would, I would love to come back on here. It's been a great conversation. I think that's the thing I value the most, man. Is like just having good conversations with good people. Yeah. Like likewise. It doesn't get better than like just having good conversations with people that are in this space that have been involved with it, that know what's going on. That yep. you know, you can always learn something. 
you know, like always, yeah, you can always learn and I think that's the biggest thing is just keep your mind open. Um, you know, and you can learn and, and the sky's the limit, especially in this space, man. But I look forward to it, man. We'll definitely have to do it again sometime here real soon. All right. Most definitely, Tyler. Well, again, man, thank you. I appreciate you taking the time, man, to come on to the show and, and vibe out with me, man. Like I said, I think it was an awesome, awesome conversation, man. So, yeah, I'll be in touch, man. We'll, we'll be we'll be talking more in the future. <laughs> all right. Sounds good, buddy. All right, man. You take it easy. All right. I'll talk to you soon. All right, peace. We'd like to thank everyone for your support here at the Bullpen Podcast all season long and look forward to having you at the next episode. We'd also like to give a special thanks to the team behind the scenes that make this show possible. Today's show notes can be found on our website at thebullpenpodcast.io forward slash stats. Also, don't forget to like and retweet us at One Bullpen Podcast. That's the number one Bullpen Podcast. And to watch Lyndon do some exciting and probably some weird things too, tune into the Snapchat at The Crypto Bully. That's at The Crypto Bully. It's been a pleasure and see you at the next show. Good night, everyone.